Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Mobile hunters, if you're interested in upping your mobile game, then head to tetherednation.com and check out their saddle gear. There are a few things you can actually buy that will help you become a better deer hunter or give you the freedom to hunt any tree or any situation. This is the reason why I started saddle hunting in the first place and why I use Tethered's gear. I can honestly say that Tethered's saddle gear has changed how I hunt for the better. Big tree, little tree, from the ground, it doesn't matter. I'm untethered by my gear to hunt the best setup for the situation, instead of hunting for a tree that my gear can use. My current core setup consists of the Phantom Saddle, Tethered One Sticks, and the Predator Platform, along with an assortment of their accessories. So if you want to up your mobile game, head over to tetherednation.com. If you're like me, you spend lots of time poring over maps, looking at weather data, all in an effort to help predict when and where my best times to hunt will be. It'd be nice if there was a reliable source with all this information in one place. Enter the Spartan Forge app. Unlike some other predictive apps on the market, Spartan Forge was created from military combat intelligence experience tailored for hunters and stands at the nexus of machine learning and white-tailed deer hunting. No more man-made algorithms. This is a predictive model based on real GPS collared deer data, historical and predictive weather, and the next level of mapping imagery, all at my fingertips. I've been using the iOS app this season, and it has replaced all my other mapping tools. Visit SpartanForge.ai and sign up today, or head to your iOS or Android app store. Use the promo code TRUTH to save some money and download it today. Welcome to the Truths from the Sand Deer Hunting Podcast brought to you by Skull Brew Coffee Company. I'm your host, Clint Campbell, and you're listening to episode number 280. Today I'm joined by my buddies as we are breaking down our postseason scouting session in the big woods. So stay tuned. What is up, everyone? Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you are doing well. Hope you are feeling fine. Hope you are, if turkey season is in for you, I hope you're getting to shoot some turkeys in the face. If it is not, then you're just sitting and waiting for me, or waiting as I am, uh, patiently, for the next two weeks for turkey season to come in. And it's probably, um, I won't say the first time, but I'm actually really excited for turkey season this year. We're going to have a little turkey camp. We're going to go to that big woods piece uh, that I started scouting last year, hunted it once or twice, and then, uh, you know, scouting it this year. And we're going to do a little turkey hunt up there, chase some mountain birds. Uh, my buddy Aaron Hepler is going to join me. Um, I think my, our buddy Tom, I think, has to work while we're going to be up there. But I think Chad and Cameron from Exodus may actually join us, too, uh, which would be awesome. We'll have just a little turkey camp, hang out uh, with, with some good buddies for, you know, probably four days and uh, see if we can't put a mountain bird on the on the ground. And then in between mountain birds, uh, we're going to continue to do some scouting up there because, you know, Pennsylvania, you can hunt till noon the first, uh, I guess it's two weeks. And then uh, it's it's no more turkeys afternoon. Um, so then we'll hunt the, or we'll scout the afternoons. Try to kill two birds uh, with, with one stone. And that's what this whole podcast is about. Aaron and I went up there. Uh, I've been trying in vain to get back there all winter and spring, essentially. 
weather just wasn't working out or timing just wasn't working out and uh, had some family obligations and stuff like that. And so finally, at the end of March, was able to get up there and really liked what uh, what we found. And that's kind of what we cover in this you know session is just what we found on this trip. It's starting to put the puzzle pieces together from what we had seen last year, where deer were kind of coming from, trail camera inventory, the sign we had seen in the postseason, things we saw while we were hunting it in the fall, just starting to try to make a hunt plan. The cool thing is, is I think, you know, this coming year, I think I'll actually be able to make a hunt plan and have, uh, I feel optimistic, I guess is one way I would put it for this upcoming fall for that, that particular piece. I know where there's some deer that are spending some time at daylight. And, uh, and what we learned or what I learned in late season and in this past trip um, just makes me feel like I can be really smart about where I'm hunting on this particular piece and be, uh, you know, be in the chips, you know, and we'll, we'll see time will only, only time will tell, I guess at this point, if, uh, if I understand the puzzle pieces as, as correctly as I think that I do. But with that, we're going to just kind of get dived into today's show. Uh, but before I do that, I want to, uh, want to pass along some information from our buddies at Exodus. You know, if you're looking for a trail camera or you need to upgrade some trail cameras, this is the time to do it because we all know that we have, you know, busted up old trail cameras lying around or, you know, that are just either broken or completely worthless, like half work, half don't work, whatever the case is. Thankfully right now for the first time ever, Exodus is opening up an upgrade program. So in short, this is how this works. You order a render on uh, the exodusoutdoorgear.com website and you use the code upgrade, that's all one word, U-P-G-R-A-D-E, to save $75 off an Exodus render or render bundle. After you place your order, the Exodus team will send you a return label and then you put your old broken shitty camera in a box and you send it back to Exodus. After they receive your camera, they'll ship you your full order. If you're new to Exodus, I'll just say that the five-year warranty is banging and the five-year theft coverage is just as banging. I've actually had things that had been stolen, you know, and that, and Chad and those guys just replaced it. No, no questions asked. They have the best customer service in the, uh, in, in the entire category. And I've been using Exodus renders. I mean, basically since they've came out, I think they've been out for three years now. I want to say, I think I'm correct on that. And I've basically been using them, you know, since then. And a lot of those renders, the cell cameras that I have out in the timber, uh, I don't pull them. I let them year there year round. I run a solar panel on them and then I occasionally go back and change out the uh, regular batteries that way in case the solar panel happens to get covered up in like leaves or something like that, that I still have battery power to run even when, um, when something like that, like that might happen. So be sure to take advantage of this unique savings opportunity. Replace any old junky cameras with the Exodus render. This upgrade is only good for the remainder of April. So take action now. As always, uh, be sure to head over to their website and sign up for their email newsletter to stay up to date with all their announcements. I've caught wind that they'll have some really uh, kick-ass stuff that will be coming down the pipeline in the very near future. So for the details on this campaign, you can head to exodusoutdoorgear.com slash pages slash Exodus Upgrade Program. That was a mouthful, so I will put a link directly to this campaign page in the show notes so you can check it out there. So with that, we're going to go ahead and just jump into today's show. Uh, I have my buddy Aaron Hepler and our buddy Tom joined us in the trailer uh, where we were camping, and we just chop it up, hunting camp style, about this postseason scalp. Thank you all for listening. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Truth from the Stand Deer Hunting Podcast. We are coming to you from the comfy, cozy trailer on a scouting trip. We got three dudes and a dog in here. I think we're about maxed out with the, uh, in a six by 10 trailer, three dudes and a dog. Dog is sleeping. You may hear him snoring. He put on some miles with us today. He is straight passed out. Actually, he's going to look like me in a couple hours, probably. not going to lie. He will. After I have this, have this beer. But I'm joined uh, with my buddy, or by my buddies. You know him, you love him. Mr. Aaron Hepler. Hello. And Mr. T runs. T runs. T runs. People. <laughs> That's your. That was your nickname. In case you didn't know, do, you, do people call you that, or did Aaron just make that up? Um, I never really had a good nickname growing up, so no? I'll take it. You'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, That's as good as it's going to get. Yeah, so go there's ahead. really not much else I could do. Yeah, mine was Soup growing up for obvious reasons, like super like original, right? Last yeah. name Campbell would have been your nickname Soup. today. Yeah. I, at least I wasn't little soupy because that was, I think, what they called my dad. Or chunky noodle. Or chunky noodle. Yeah. <laughs> I was far from chunky. I was like, I think in ninth grade, I weighed like ninety pounds or something like that. Or actually, no, I think I wrestled one twelve or something. So I was a little heavier than more angel hair. Yeah. Well, dude, I had like bl- ham and like, bean, <laughs> ham bone, <laughs> all kinds of weird nicknames. Anyway, 
we're getting already off the rails and the first beer has just been opened. <laughs> it's good beer. It is good beer. Actually, I need to take a drink of it. I'll tell you if it's yeah, good beer. Good beer. Good beer. Tom made a beer run for us. It, we put in some miles today, so we felt like we earned earned beer. Yep. And uh, we found a shed in a hard to find a place that's hard to find sheds. We did. I literally stepped over it. It's in it. He, really? I'm not even lying. Like, I, like he was walking right behind me because we were getting ready to leave. Like that was like yeah, the we were end on of, the way out. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the end of that section because mm-hmm. we went basically where out past like where I had that one camera yeah. all the way out up to the top back, and then we were like, we'll just make the big loop, and then we'll come back and kind of. And he was just like, oh, we should walk through these hemlocks and just see if there's like a shed laying in here somewhere or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. and we'll walk back that way to place where we crossed because you're right. Yeah, we had to get the water across. was up. It was quick. Yeah. 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 Um, dog fell in a pretty big hole. Oh. I think he, he wasn't quite ready for that. <laughs> I think he left it over the time though. Yeah, after he was done being scared, he was He's like, "Oh, that cool me off." Yeah. Um, but we're literally walking back, and I literally step right over top of it, and I quite literally, like not like to the side, literally, like, yeah. quite literally. If I would have like had, if I would have kept my feet lower to the ground, I would have kicked it. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, tines, tines up. Times up. Yeah. I think this Time's up. Aaron, this is not correct. This is two times then. Two like two two quote unquote seasons that you found sheds up here so far. Yeah. Yeah, we found two I found two last year. And Clint, what's your number up here so far? One. But two to one. The one last year I should should have been mine too, but I literally stepped over that one. Mm. The the spike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one wasn't not hard to believe like someone would miss that. Well, I found the one and then you came up the, that first one, I found the one and then you came up and found that one like in the hole next to it, next to it. Yeah. And that one was buried. So I don't even know how I saw that one. Like I just, I don't know. We were like taking pictures of mine and you're like, Oh, there's another, there's another shed. Yeah. This one I literally stepped over and I'm like, like 10 yards in front of him. (laughs) Oh, he was moving. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, and I just hear shed and I turn around and I'm like, where? He's like right there. And I'm like, I literally just (laughs) stepped over that. But it's a decent shed too. Be be, be a decent buck next year. It'll yeah, be all right. Yeah. You know. But yeah, so today we did uh I don't know seven and a half miles, seven something half. like that, in some steep country. Um, ninety nine floors. Ninety nine floors. What a bitch ain't worth. Yeah. And uh, you know, just to kind of I guess level set everyone that's listening. Like, so this is a place. If you've listened to this podcast, you heard us talk about it last year that we started scouting. And spending some time up here, up here with our buddy Tom, who who is from the area, and he was uh, gracious enough to spend some time with us to help us kind of cut our learning curve down a little bit. And then I really got a chance to hunt it once this year, uh, or actually twice: once in October, once in um, late De- or uh, January. It was or late December. It might have been like the twenty eighth. I think might have been the date. Um, still hunted and and didn't really see anything. And the goal was really to come back this spring and try to figure out some more stuff. There's really good deer. We have really good deer on camera. We yep. know that they're here. Um, just need to kind of dial in some places. So that was really the kind of mission today. Um, and so Tom hasn't even got the 411 yet on what we've seen. Yeah. We're I'm about to get the 411. Yeah. Got some truth on me. We're yeah. going to try. We'll see if it's truth or not. But uh, the, uh, so we, we started off on the, the piece uh, where I had the camera of like all the velvet bucks hitting the, the one scrape. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, over that first camera we checked last year on the on that one logging. Yeah, you spent gotcha. a bunch of time over. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. Okay. So, yep, I'm I'm on you. you. Yeah, so we headed over there, and I told you about that area that I found in late season that had all those rubs and scrapes that were in there and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I wanted to show Aaron was that that was that, and I wanted to hang a camera in there now because you cross this like ditch or whatever, and mm-hmm. you get you know get in there, and there's it, it's just like this shrubby brushy kind of stuff and and then it kind of clears up and there's like a clean like edge yeah the vegetation is very different like it's all okay. a little thicket kind of almost yeah it's just like a little pocket <clears throat> and there's just all kinds of sign in there and so i put a camera up there that's ultimately where we found that shed mm-hmm. but it was on our way back and so we kind of did that and aaron you were like and this is more sign here than we've seen like yeah, all of last like year collectively mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah, it's just all over the place. And I mean, so, we spent a lot of time in this area last last year. Well, yeah, our first scout was really like back behind the trailer. Yeah. I mean, we spent a whole day or day and a half like back there. Then when the uh, first time you and I got together. Yeah. Yeah. We were back in here too. And I, I put, I think previous to, to where we focused at now, I, I put 
two seasons of hunting in this area where we're at with the with the trailer. So okay. I had some history with, with back here and um, it definitely looks a lot more appealing on a map to a lot of other hunters. And I've found over the last two seasons, the previous seasons that it definitely got a lot more attention from other guys right. and pressure. Yeah, well, and there's just a lot of yeah. access roads. Yeah. yeah, yeah a lot of access. And like you said, there's a lot of the typical stuff here, saddles and main points yeah. and stuff. Right. I mean, I think the nice thing overall around here is that the pressure just in general isn't nearly as bad as, at least during bow season. I know during gun season it gets, you know, bear season it gets, you know, you know a lot of folks out in this area. But just all the places that we were today, mm-hmm. uh, we saw very, I should we saw some human sign, but very little. Yeah, but it was, and it was in pockets and it always seemed to be outside of where we're finding stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was literally always like, oh, it's 200 yards out of the game. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. care if that person's yeah. One tree here, stand. You know? Yeah, and if anything, they're rifle hunting it too or something like that, so. Yeah, yeah. and that was kind Agreed. of what I was kind of feeling, like, at least the, the one setup that we found, I was like, oh, that's a yeah. right, that's definitely a rifle hunter. We found a thermos <laughs> oh, yeah, hung a on a thermi- tree. It was like a Coke bottle hung on a tree and then go down the trail a little bit, a thermos hung on a tree. Literally someone had a thermos hung yeah. on a tree. Left the thermos there because I was like, I don't know, maybe that guy's going to come yeah, back or whatever. Yeah, maybe he's, he gets thirsty while he's walking up yeah. there. Maybe, Never yeah. Know. Maybe he's just, maybe that's his peak. He should have tested to see if it was nice so hot, if it's good thermos or not. <laughs> right. Well, you might be peeing that. You know, <laughs> like, hey, I leave my peak up in that tree. <laughs> that way I don't have to carry it with me. I just dump it out and hang it back on the tree. Um, so, so we started off there and walked down. So what did you think? Well, let me ask you this. What did you think of the spot that, that I found this past? Oh, yeah. It was tore up, man. I mean, there's easily... I don't know, 10 scrapes in a hundred yard circle. Like it's just, it, it's tore up and it definitely has like that has nice cover, has the nice edge. There's sign right on the edge. There's a nice trail going right along the terrain that you would expect it to very typical, but, but tore up. So we, I think we kind of both agree that it's probably pre-rut, mm-hmm. <clears throat> pre-rut stuff going on in there. Well, what I liked about pre-rut it was frenzy. like when I first found it was like, just because the way that ditch is has some water, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if I play it close enough to that edge, I can probably use the thermal of the of the moving water to suck my wind down. And I can probably get whether it's me hunting it or you, you know, because you live around here, being able to come in. Like, we can probably get multiple hunts out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Without yeah, blowing it up, easy, it's an easy in, easy out. Yeah. Now, do you think? I mean, based on the intel we had with pictures this past fall, do you think that? answers more of the questions yeah. of where they're going and coming from it connects does yeah. it connect yeah now which deer it is i, I don't i don't know mm-hmm. you know but i what i would say is like as much sign as i found there so this is what i think it is i i ultimately because there's food not far away right mm-hmm. when you when you go across the other side yeah right i honestly think that's a staging area that they're just yeah. spending time in whenever i they, agree when they come off I'll just, yeah, when they sure. come off the mountain, because the other thing is when we scouted everything, you know, we'll talk about what we found further down. But when we came back, we came back across the top. And I don't know if you've ever been up on like the point there that comes down into that, okay. but it kind of gets all, it wasn't, it's not brushy. It's just like this weird, it gets really thick up there. And we found some, we found like some, some buck beds okay. that were up there and it's really, and we found another scrape that we put a camera on that there's a bench around that point. Mm-hmm. And so it all kind of ties together because that buck could come off that point down that bench and then drop down into where we found all that sign. So like, here's the okay. parking area and then here's where we put the camera. Gotcha. It's all like on this, like that little, and I'll send you all, yeah. the, all the, yeah. Yeah. All the GPS points and stuff like that. So you yeah. have, so you have them, but it did answer a lot of questions. <clears throat> and I kind of felt that way this off season too, yeah. where I was like, and then once we saw more of the top today, and we, because we walked that point down into that, like little grove of hemlocks, mm-hmm. it all made that much more sense. Because I was Very like, man, much. I was like, this is this is where they're hanging out the stage before they go over. And I'm I'm not thinking that you would get like, they're not going to be there at two o'clock. You know, it's going to be if you get an opportunity there, it's going to be yeah, you know, we were thirty minutes scene. before daylight, mm-hmm. something like, or thirty minutes before dark, something like that. Yeah, you know, get yeah. your shot opportunity. This was your track from rifle season, right? Um, which, which one do you want me to the light blue? I think that's what you, you were I've, talking about where so we so this one was actually on ten nine. Okay. I had gone up to 
pretty tall. Yeah, because you yeah. went all the way back through and then into that I saddle. Went, yeah, I had yeah. this one actually was on ten nine. Okay, yeah. And then, so if you go up to this point, like yeah. right, uh, wait, am I in the right spot? Here? Yes. This like as this drops down, there's a little bench that's along yeah. here that there's a scrape. There, there's a couple scrapes. We hung a camera in there, mm. and then all this kind of drops down, and that down here yep. is like mm. where. Well, I guess it's like more down here. Yeah, it's like where all that sign is. So that was Master, like masterminds here, people. Yeah, yeah. People are like, "What the hell are they talking yeah, about?" Looking at? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what you got to do, though. You got to bounce the ideas off. Yeah, your yeah you really have to. Yeah, I mean, Aaron and I thought that it's probably more of like a pre-rut spot. Mm -hmm. I think I, you could maybe even get away with it early season if it's hot because it's typically cooler right there. Yeah. Yep. You know, that would be. Yeah, you have like maybe a play. You have that ditch bottom kind of or whatever. My experience early season in there was like, as you like, kind of saw, like it's got some a lot of regen over the last ten plus years. Mm -hmm. like it gets like with all the leaf cover on. And this year, I felt the leaves hung on longer yeah. in the season. It was it was definitely tough going trying to get that early season kind of in that area. Yeah, just because of the leaf cover really really hurt you. Yeah, if you just go up that that bank though that it all kind of clears up mm -hmm. and okay. opens up. And that's actually probably where I would set would up, set up. Would, yeah, would be yeah. There. on yeah. that edge. Yeah. Anything else like inside of that stuff is most likely going to have to be like a ground setup. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I don't think you could get a shot out of a tree at all. I, you would be hard pressed to find a tree to climb yeah. even, you know? So that's why I like, I immediately was like, Oh, and it's kind of conveniently like a little bit of a draw, a little bit of a draw there, a sag in the ground too, yeah. to where it's like, it just makes it kind of perfect where it's like, all right, it's going to, your thermal is going to want to, or your wind's going to naturally want to drop into that. And right. then with the wa running water behind you, it's going to want to naturally kind of pull it pull to it. that. So yeah, it seems like the cleanest place you can get multiple hunts out. Of Absolutely. It. So then after that, we kind of headed up, headed up the next log. We went up to the next bench, I guess, and then got on that lot of that road where you had the camera. Like, so up, up from where I had mine previously. Okay. Where yeah. I had so, uh, that on yeah. that road. So we just basically walked the edge of the mountain, like along the yeah. edge of that until we hit the corner of that logging road where you had yeah. the camera and then we walked yeah. that. And then, uh, that was a nice, I don't know how it was now, like what the sign was, but that was, that was getting so much used there. Um, we saw, season. found three. I think there was like three scrapes in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. three scrapes like the one there. that you had a camera on and then there were like. A couple other ones. It was just like. There were I like mean, two prime scrape that, time yeah. and there was just yeah. like, you just. Yeah. And they were still, Everybody I mean, looked, you could still see yeah. them. Like, they were, they were still, oh, yeah. there were still tracks in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, um, they were still obvious. Yeah, so then we headed out to, to Clint's camera to change batteries and that. Mm -hmm. After that. So we went to, like, kind of the other side. Yeah, we started too. going that direction. And then from there, we were just like, so, you remember, I think I showed you, there was a point, if you go out there, like, maybe eight-tenths of a mile, maybe almost a mile from where my camera is. If you go, like, eight-tenths of a mile, roughly continue in that direction and up in elevation obviously there's a point that's out there that kind of has like a i think we can show like three map. red boxes to you on onyx so we started just walking that direction because i ultimately wanted to get out to that point because like when i looked at that there's not really any secondary ridges around here necessarily yeah, yeah. and so that was kind of the closest thing whenever i was looking at the map for secondary ridges uh, yeah so it would be right in these boxes right oh, there right here's the ditch that so oh is that the ditch right there oh yeah so we we walked through all that mm -hmm. and ultimately got out to this point this point oh here. okay yep mm -hmm. oh shit spilled my beer <laughs> damn can't take me anywhere man <laughs> knew that was gonna happen this might be the first you alcoholic it, beverage that is has spilled in the in the trailer cool. yeah, yeah. so there's not too much they'll bit. smell nice and funky after it gets yeah. hot yeah, those 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 circles that I had marked there. That's all. I mean, the season that was all so thick, you couldn't even go through it. It's it was I will that would probably be accurate. I mean, yeah. it's the way we were thinking of access. So, well, first, like, so we started making our way to out to where that point was at, but we were kind of traveling this log these logging roads that just yep, kind of run right out through, through here. Like you said, like there's, there's still a wet of, spot right in there too. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's it was swampy. Marked, it's, yeah. Well, the whole thing, the whole. Really, the road system was all marshy today. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's, with the rain and stuff, it was all just marshy. Yeah. But like you said, once you get so far out here, like that, that logging road gets really kind of grassy, swampy, mm -hmm. where and like real thick. Yeah. Which the sign through that was awesome. Like mm -hmm. we hit a pocket, very of like there was a logging road 
like the main one and it kind of Par- splits parallel, off like a I bunch guess. of different times yeah yeah and they're like just at different elevations like you could almost because there's nothing on the trees you could see the one above you or whatever yeah and we finally started picking up sign pretty frequently like after we got a little further away mm. and then all of a sudden there was like this little spot and we kind of both saw a rub we were like hey is that a rub it looks like yeah. a pretty decent one if it is so we went down and checked it out and then all of a sudden i'll let aaron kind of explain what we saw well, i mean we kind of got into it and I guess there's kind of a logging road in between the logging roads really it's like one that was probably older overgrown there's some stuff in there that maybe looked like they were bedding but then i mean it was just a, a huge lub, rub, rub line with a scrape at the end of it okay um secluded in between the in between the um logging cuts and there were i guess that the the uh vegetation got really thick right yeah. behind the scrape too okay but i mean the whole area was tore up that was the rub that we sent you that yeah picture that we sent you from live from the Live from Livonia. Yeah. Live from Livonia. Yeah, and you can just see all around that. That's just all that like real like compact, like tight little like that brush that like mm-hmm. sapling is growing up and everything. That's just like when you find those areas, you just get excited because you're like definitely gonna be. Well, it's here. just like a literal well, corridor right yeah. between the things. And it kind of confirms. I mean, you know this because like this you, you you've hunted this for a while, but some of this stuff Aaron and I are having to learn kind of the hard way of like seeing it. You know, you know, you've told us this. You know. And we've kind of academically knew it, I think, that, you know, this stuff around here really kind of exists in pockets. Yeah. And, like, in more and more, like, I think we're getting better at kind of finding where those pockets are at. Yeah. You know, and understanding, like, when we see something, it's like, oh, this is as good as it's going to get in this area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we found a handful of places like that, but the spot that we found that 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 big rub. Yeah, that spot was just. I mean, it was pat. It was oh, there was, full of sign. It was one of those places when you look at it. There were probably thirty rubs in there. Yeah, and if you think about it, so that spot, if we were gonna that that the biggest buck that we had on camera, if we go back to that six camera, is that he hit in that that evening? I think mm-hmm. like October, uh, like twenty seventh or twenty eighth, something like right. that. Like he came from that direction when he started. It's the first thing I thought whenever I saw it because I was like, oh. for me tr- with trail cameras, it's like I'm all about the timestamp. Yeah. You know, if I know if we can, if I have deer on multiple cameras going in a certain direction and I can see like the travel pattern or the travel path. Right. And I yeah. can see like, well, it takes them this long to get from this camera to this camera. Well, what's the distance distance between those? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I start looking and it's like and I find the sign that we found the day in that area. He and I both looked at each other. and was like, man, here's it. And this that, this feels yeah. like the timestamp. Like mm-hmm. this. He would have left here this time and he would have made it to those cameras in about that amount of time. <laughs> and. It's not an area that is, uh, like, it didn't look like pre We did find, like, one or two decent scrapes in there. We put a camera yeah. over a scrape. I um, put a camera on that little. Yeah. We, I did hang a camera in that little yeah. section, yeah. But it looked more like this is somebody's bedroom and they're spending a lot of time in here. Yeah. Just yeah. by the, just, I mean, the size of the scat that was in there. Oh, yeah. We kept mentioning it every time. Oh, so it was huge. And yeah. Actually, I, I actually had a camera kind of in that area maybe a little bit more closer going towards the road mm-hmm. that i had put out i don't know in june or whatever but when i went to my first camera pool that smelling camera that ever got stolen so oh okay. well what was what was odd about it was is it was the only place near those logging roads that had sign like when yeah. you got down below or you got yeah. above that sign dried like up. in between thing mm-hmm. it, it was all yeah there was nothing there yeah so because when we knowing that it's as thick as it is in there, there's like, we both kind of, and we didn't suss this out yet, but I mean, we need to, can you access that from the road that's below it? Yeah. Yep. I have uh, I can, I have the a trail system yeah, the trail. of how I've gone up it, okay. and stuff like that. There, so there is access from, from that side too. So you can either, cause that's probably how, it, how yeah, it would that would it, be cause you're, you're road. Yeah. You're already, you're, you're beyond the halfway point, like closer now towards, towards the road um yeah. that is drivable so that and would that'll be, be that'll be sucky because that's like it's not oh, which i mean it's not crazy steep, steep but it's like crap yeah oh yeah that that, that for, like, you're gonna go almost straight up initially for the first i don't know 200 feet or so and then it kind of then you start hitting the, the different logging systems that make it a little bit easier on travel but yeah it's right i think it keeps a lot of people out even though it is a little closer to access but um, like I said, it's, it's sure. I mean, I shouldn't say it's short. It's, it's the easiest access, but it's still, it's not, it fun. still yeah. sucks. Yeah. 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 And like, you're like, like in that time of the year during their archery, you're like getting hit in the head with all different twigs and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause it is pretty thick. Like even, yeah. even accessing from that way too. So, yeah. 
Hopefully you just shoot it and it runs downhill. Yeah, yeah, But uh, but that was like, he runs. That was, that got us kind of excited because that was early in the day. Oh yeah, that was like, I mean, yeah, we were only, we were in like, what, an hour at that point in time? I mean, that was like 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, well, we checked, we were looking at the uh, phone, well, because, so, you know, the, the story with me and scouting typically is that I, uh, I take my sweet ass time getting out of bed <laughs> when I go to scout. Like some people are like, oh, hell bent on like waking up at like the, the crack of dawn to go out to scout. And I'm more of, I woke up at the crack of dawn. Yeah, you did. Cause you, you drove up here versus <laughs> me staying here in the trailer, but oh, I'm going to clean some more stuff up. Um, but it's like, it's not uncommon for me to like, well, at least around when I'm here, I do get up and go because like I'm, that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, you know, and it's other that otherwise it's that or sitting in my trailer. And I do enjoy sitting in the trailer having coffee. Yeah, you know, nice trailer. Yeah, but at home it's like I may not like actually get out the door till like ten o'clock. Yeah, have my coffee, you know, read some news, talk to the kiddo a little. You know what I mean? So yep. the fact that we got into the woods early, saw all this sign, and I like looked at my my phone to see what time it was. It's like it's only nine thirty. Yeah, you know, the whole day ahead. Like, yeah, we made a lot of progress before 9.30. Yeah. So then after, where did we go after that? We kept just kind of going out because the next mission that was, was to get up on. That was when we up to the top. Yeah. Yeah. We followed that logging system a little bit, but then we kind of ended up doing the, I guess it kind of switches up the hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we followed yeah. it for like a ways and then we finally got to a part where it was just like, all right, we're just going to go straight up. Yeah. You know. Did you get to the very top then? Did you go to the very top? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, before we got there, there's a big ditch that's there well what looks there's like a big a, bowl there's well, a big bowl well, like, there's like a there's a ditch after that camera that we hung okay so we we get to the ditch and decide oh we're gonna we're gonna go up the one side of the ditch we found some scrapes before that was another place we found some scrapes on the logging road yes and um like oh that would you know mark those scrapes up ended up going up the side of this ditch and the same thing we're finding you know big tracks big big turds like yeah all that stuff, but that's, I, we made it to the top at that point. That was like kind of a, that was a little bit of a long haul after that. Cause it was kind of a lot of the same. Mm-hmm. Like once you get up top, it's like, well, yeah, there was just one. There's wasn't like any three diversity. different kinds of trees yeah. and yeah. just the same. All the train was the same. Um, we did find one kind of one bench that was on top that looked kind of like, Oh, this might have something, but it, not to be yeah, it, it's really weird because it's like once we got past some of those logging roads and where we found that like initial kind of diversity of, of habitat and stuff, everything was just homogenous. Yep. And it's like, yeah. It, now the ditch was decent. Like we found some sign as, yeah. as we went up along the ditch. We found some some rubs and stuff like that. At the like top that. of the ditch, maybe we found a vague bed. It looked yep. like they're kind of just using the logging system. But there was scat all the way along that. Yeah. And it was, and it was, I mean, it looked like it was going to be promising yeah. know, based on yeah. scat and tracks. Yeah. And the scat, like again, I don't know that I've ever seen deer scat that big. No, I told that's that's what I've like. I I don't know if this is a. I know like the the, the meteor thing has like disproven like the clumps and everything like that. That, that it's more like digestive health regarding like if it's well, like, clumps. Well, or yeah, yeah so but clumps. I think that the, the size of the actual pellets of of, of yeah, oh, yeah. Of, yeah, definitely I think relates to like yeah. the size overall of a deer because you can clearly see little teeny ones are are likely from a fawn or something like that. But yeah, there's 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 some up there that like. It, it's, Dude, it's it, huge. It looked like try. It looked I like, like egg, it was peanut butter M and M's. Like at least no, that big, if bigger. not bigger. Oh, it, it was, was way bigger, bigger than, than that. that. Like I'm thinking, like a pumpkin ball that you would use like yeah. a slingshot. Like <laughs> yeah, it was big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like bigger than marble size. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like big marbles. Yeah. Like yeah, the ball shoot, bearings, like shooter marbles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ball bearings in like a cat diesel land yeah. mover. Yeah, like they don't even know how large that is. I'm just and that's what even like. Before I even close had cameras going. Close to the going, end like, of the microphone mic here. Right? Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we're talking about here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Turns. Turns. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. Good, I'm glad it's not serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you find those kind of signs and it definitely gets you excited. And like, you know there's going to be a, a good-sized deer living in the area, whether it's just... Well, and I mean, to confirm it, there were... I mean, we found Some a couple of tracks. four-finger tracks yeah, in there. Like, around it, yeah. my hand-sized tracks in there. Yeah. Whatever was making that, was a large, was a large cervid. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe a moose. Never know. Maybe a moose. Probably yeah. a moose. Yeah. Based on the, the rub that we found. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I guess it'd be more elk. Maybe the elk wandered over from uh There's a lot of wandering. Yeah. I feel like up here, if you had elk up here, I mean, I think they would fit right in. So I would love it if they do that. I've asked, and it's we were literally talking about we this. We were today. talking about that. And it's it's the farmer. Yeah. There's more crop farm stuff around right, here than there is out, out around there, and there would be a whole issue of like crop damage and a herd of elk coming through your cornfield is like sending like a, a herd of cattle oh, yeah, through sure. it, you know, just decimate it. But so that was like the next kind of pit stop is we made it, we finally made it all the way up to that point. And there was some like what looked like probably like to be a bunch of doe beds. And we did see some big scat up there again, but it, there was really no sign or, or anything up there. Um, so we kind of made quick work of that. We actually walked around the backside just as long as that, that bench kind of held up before it just like dropped off sheer mm-hmm. yeah, just to kind of check it out. And then we started headed back parallel back toward where we came from, but angling up to get all the way onto the top. Like yeah. once the cliff face kind of ran out and we could get up, we yeah. finally got up on top and walked that out. And it was, it wasn't anything great for like the longest time. It was just a bunch of homogenous, you know, same trees everywhere. No yeah, there's real three. There's like, Zero oaks. Yeah. All the same three trees. Yeah. Yeah. And just no, no breakup. And then we finally, and it wasn't until we got all the way out to that point where we were almost back to where we started. Like all of a sudden it just, that's when I picked up the habitat just changed. And that's where I found most of, most of the sign besides that one spot where you hung the camera, that, that direction has, I feel like had lesser sign than if you, where you entered and exited. Like that's where, The majority of the sign always was and that's where the most diversity was so i think that like that definitely is in like even it's 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 not even that big of an area but there's a clear breakup of where the sign is and is not in that area yeah well and this this was like it was good cover for bedding it had those weird like those invasive thorn bush i don't know what they're called but there's some kind of invasive thorn that like right in the middle of it and um there was a couple of hemlocks. Yep. Spart, yeah. Yeah. Spart, Some randomly couple, placed hemlocks. Yeah. yeah. But the yeah. veg like the, the, the cover was there. But as we kind of got down along this, then we, we found um Some historical rubs. Nothing yeah. like nothing would blow your socks off. Yeah, no, just, but knew that they were using yeah. it the last couple of years. Yep. But we got down along that edge and decided, like, oh, like this is like a perfect area. Cause at first we were like, Oh, well, why would a deer want to lay here? And then we were kind of like, oh, well, like, here's an edge of cover. He's got this whole thing behind him. It worked for the preva- the, the majority of the perfect. prevailing wind. And, and basically, he was bedded on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And could run out the end of it, like, could run down the edge of that bench, get in the cover, and be gone. Yeah. Like, and you'd never get, like, you had to come down the hill behind him. Yeah. I mean, when we were talking about it, it's like, you would never be able to hunt him no. there. No, they have so many advantages in that area that it's it's yeah. really really. Tough. And that's and that was really kind of when yeah. we got to that point when we realized that like, hey, the sign that we found like all along with within those hemlocks upon entrance, mm-hmm. like that place where I hung a camera, it was all relating. That was like that's where you have to hunt that deer. Yeah, is is there yeah. because you're never going to beat him. I mean, you'd have to camp out up there to get back there right. yeah. before before he got back to bed and trying to get up there to hunt him on mm-hmm. an evening. No chance. no chance. And that's why I struggled all early season was that it just, it just was not conducive to really, there wasn't that many spots that I found at that point that was conducive to early season. And that's where my focus now has relied on kind of finding where the doe are most likely going to spend their time. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like in that area, my best chance, our, our best chance if we hunt is going to be that rut time frame in yeah. that area. Because that's when we know we have the, the historical pictures. We, we know that they are there's a lot of daylighters moving through that area during the rut and it, it brings the diversity to have the food sources there and hold the does. And I think that's, what's going to kind of jive on, on hopefully getting a shot at one this year. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that because yeah, everything absolutely. that we've seen is, you know, confirms that the place that you're going to get an opportunity is in that, is in that general area where the right. exact setup is could be, could be different on different winds, different days mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. And then, using the correct access to get up to that new mm-hmm. spot. But that to me is like, you're, you're not going to, I mean, you could hunt that during the rut, but to me, that's not really a rut spot. To me, that is like a no, mid October kind yep. of spot yeah. where it's like, 
that deer is going to be bedded there or he's not yeah. or in the general area because we didn't find a specific bed in there. We, well, we, I guess we did, but it wasn't like... There's no hair in it, yeah. right? Like indent, there's poop in it. If you're talking about the size of the indent, like I could have laid down and it was bigger than me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was big. It was just yeah. like, how often is he using, he's using it at this it, yeah. point? Yeah. It's like, what other 10 other beds? But like, to me, that's the bedding area. Like yeah. he's living yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the giant we had that came through end of October. Yeah. Right. Or if it's the other one that we got over there, but then I got up over on the other side. Yeah. You know, that had the, that had broken off his tine mm -hmm. or whatever. I don't know if, which one it is. And we have the same day pictures of him too. Like he mm -hmm. was literally on another mountainside and yeah. then also on a different mountainside. We both have photos of him from that day. So yeah. the travel is just, is just so great too. Like it, they're definitely like the pockets is the biggest thing. And they're definitely coming into these, these good pockets throughout the, the rut time. And it's just uh, being in at the right time. Cause yeah. really that day, any of us would have could have possibly killed them. And like we could have been on two opposite mountains so. yeah exactly and to me that's why like again aaron and i were talking about this as we were walking back to the truck and i was like to me like around here at least for like big wood stuff and a lot of other people do it differently like this is the way i found that i can like have encounters in places that are vast is just hunting dates you know what i mean yeah. using using scrapes and whether you're hunting scrapes specifically or not but like using those dates of travel where they're either right. going to and from or where you know they're hitting what scrapes. kind of things they're looking at at that time yeah. frame right you know and knowing that you have like a couple day window that they're going to be in an area whether it's because does are coming in or whether it's because whatever kind of food is changing right yeah. you know i would say you know white oaks but not there are zero any. white oaks up there There's, <laughs> i have a couple marts do you i have a couple marts so right. none of them produce this year so if if Dude, they if, produce if you this have a white year, oak that produces white around here that would be, I could, it'll be, be you will kill a yeah. deer. You'll kill a deer. Yeah. yeah. I would really just sleep in my saddle in that tree yeah, for like yeah, three yeah, days. Yeah. You'll end up killing a giant <laughs> you really if that would. happens. I would say. Because there's almost no, there's no. literally like, I even red oaks maybe, are. Well, on that side, there was like squat for red oaks. No, there was, there we, was no oaks. Yeah. 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 There's about three or four big trees that are probably a hundred years old that I have marked that are along that mountainside there that if, if, if they produce, it's going to be. Are they yeah, on top or are they be. further down? They're more upper third and down. Okay. Nothing on the very top. So we didn't walk that because that was something you and I walked together the first time I was mm -hmm. out here because there was a, a buck bed that's... Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. A, it, we didn't it, go down wasn't to that buck too bed, far yeah. away from that area. Yeah. So we didn't go down through that because we just... Well, that was about the time we got into all that like good stuff on the yeah. top. We were like, well, let's just walk this out because I've seen what's down there before. Right, and then yeah. there, it's like you just start to get on the logging roads and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that because everything's just kind of wide open unless you hit like a brushy pocket. Now, I um I was up last week and I, I did more the bottom section. I walked kind of all of the bottom area, um, scouted that out a little bit more. Anything good or anything you didn't see in the fall? Um, There's a, there's a, a spot or two that got me a little bit more excited That's um has a little bit more thicker cover regarding the, the different food sources it's a, it's a little little thicker there's a little bit more kind of like swampy wet areas that i liked a little bit more too because it gave a little bit more diversity and mm -hmm. there was definitely more signing regards to to droppings and stuff which they all kind of look like more like like does hanging out but, right and i actually had my dad in there um early or not like probably october-ish time frame he went in there and um did bump to to doe when he went in so that okay. kind of got me excited that they're kind of in that area so right i definitely think now with my focus on on finding those does it'll it'll play more in a factor and i i did put a camera in that area a little bit later in the season because I, I didn't really like find it until till the fall so when, when i did put it put it up there i ended up getting a, a nice buck on camera beginning of november that was walking through around like mm -hmm. eight or nine a.m so the definitely bucks are cruising that edge there to nice. look for does. Yeah, and the does definitely seem key here. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, it's just so they're key it, anywhere, but like anytime you find the concentration is when you're finding the other stuff too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then where do we go from there? We went... We dropped down and that's where we ended up checking out like the, the patches of like carpet pine as we're oh, going through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we, we were trying to think... We were trying to think of who said carpet pine matters yeah we heard so uh, 
and maybe I was just misremembering because Aaron says there's this carpet pine. He was like, should we check that for sheds? He's like, I feel like someone at some point said that like they they like to eat that stuff and they'll you know go find sheds there or whatever. Yeah. And I was and for some reason, I felt like I heard Johnny Stewart say that. I'm pretty sure it was the Johnny Stewart. Yeah, I know he's big on the ferns, like eating the. Yeah, and well, I don't remember. Well, I like ferns because well, I was. I've always looked for yeah, because I can't remember if I said it to him because I remember I was talking to someone about it, and, and maybe I was just misremembering. Maybe we looked at all those carpet pine patches for nothing today, but even if we did, yeah, that's fine because we ended up finding like there. So when you come off that point, and you drop down, I don't know what like halfway down. Yeah, we were halfway down yeah. easily. If you uh, go no, halfway down for sure. Yeah. If you go to the right or if you walk back toward like to go back to all of our cameras. Yeah. And you wrap around that point a little bit, there's a nice bench that kind of like pops out. You like you don't really see it on the map, but like when you walk along, like I just could see like the contour of it as we were walking. I was like, hey, that looks like a little bench over there. And it's probably seventy yards, eighty yards long, maybe. Yeah, it's not super long, but like we walked narrow. Yeah. We walked along it and found a really good scrape. And then it, it started like again all those pieces started coming together. It's like, all right, there's scrape there. Yep. There's a clear place that they're using to travel. Yeah. There's the top where we found like the diversity where we found the buck bed. There's all the sign down below. It's like, yep. all right, all like all this stuff is kind of stacked on top of each mm-hmm. other. And so Aaron ended up hanging a camera. And that yeah. Camera. We hung a camera right there okay. too. Nice. Yeah. So that, and that, that'll be a real fun one to go yeah. get. Just <laughs> yeah. FYI. Cause coming out of it. <laughs> oh <sucked>. yeah. I <laughs> forgot. Yeah, we both were kind of like, "Why did we hang a camera there?" Yeah, I was like, it "That's was that's a that's a year long soaker right there." Yeah, that's why I've never actually steep. checked any of your cameras on that other mountain side. I'm like, every time I like, I'm like, "Oh, maybe I'll go check," and then I just look up and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think I need oh to check my it today." Goodness, dude, it was <laughs> coming down. Oh, I thought we were gonna fall a couple times. Yeah, it was it was not nice. gnarly. Yeah, and then my knees started hurting again. So but, then, I mean, really, from there we kind of got back into the area where all the scrapes were and stuff now did you guys go to our like the, the secondary spot where um we, we, when me and you were up in the summer that we hung a couple we of cameras we didn't go there um because we did we did do an afternoon stint so this was yeah i mean this, this was, was all like by like noon, noon. yeah oh, this okay. was before noon. Covered we, that area by yeah noon. so we ended up actually just coming back to the trailer to get something because i forgot to take any food or anything with me we left out the part where we got down to the bottom and walked through the hemlocks and then, you know, back to the beginning of our story, Clint steps over a shed. Okay. Yes. And- so this is full circle. So full we're back circle. to the yeah. shed now. So, yeah. okay. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I didn't, I totally forgot to bring any food or anything. I left everything back at the trailer. So, Sorry. And, I, and I ate half of Aaron's food when we took like a small break when we got to the top of the mountain. So I was like, you know what, let's run back to the trailer real quick. We're making good time. We'll get something to eat, re- reload up on some snacks, maybe grab some coffee real quick. So we did yep. that. And then headed back. It was a good move. Yeah, it was a good move. It was required. Um, I thought maybe I should get some more toilet paper because I was dropping bombs all over the timber. All day. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Somebody's going to be scouting and be like, oh my God, look at these huge droppings. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know if they'll find any. <laughs> yeah. There's some corn in here. Let's just say, let's just say we, we did some fertilizing and it was of the spray variety. <laughs> you'll, have to, uh, you'll have to uh remember to message First Light for your warranty on your yeah i was like man <laughs> these uh these base layers they ain't they ain't wicking they ain't wicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the uh so anyway we come back here grab something to eat we head back over and now we're going back up to the other side you know so i had a camera inside that one spot one where all the velvet pictures were yes where yeah you had a, a cell camera up yeah, too. yeah and the yeah, cell up camera up there way. and i have one on that logging road yeah yeah that i got Dude, a bunch of daylight pictures yeah. of and i never wall. i never was up there really at all on that side so this is all kind of your adventure yeah. this past yeah the yeah. last summer and so everything we had and found fall. a bed there in the summer above yeah. yeah and we had that nice buck that that you well, down to, that we the never, bottom yeah, the end, bottom yeah that we never really got any kind of disappeared yeah we had him in velvet in like July and July. August, I and think. I had him September, had him early, September, right after yeah. shedding velvet. Yeah. And, yeah. and he was, was a giant. It. it was a big deer. Yeah, giant, huge. giant. Yeah. So anyway, we, we ended up headed over there. We checked that camera where we got all those velvet pictures. Nothing on it. Like, I was just curious to see if there was any shed bucks that come through there or whatever. <laughs> it, batteries died, so I changed the batteries and that, but it had been there for a year. I put yeah. it there last April, I think. Yeah, May. Sure. I think you came May, up here maybe. May. Yeah, so it's been almost a full 12 months on video mode. Yeah. You know. Um, and then 
we walked up. There's a trail that kind of walk goes up from there, like a deer trail that kind of heads up to where that yep. bed was at that Aaron and I had previously found. And there's a logging road that's up there. And that's where I actually hunted in October when I came up and I hung a camera there in October. Okay. And there was, I sent you, I think all those videos because there was like, like that a bunch giant, of yeah, when you check them, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that giant six mm-hmm. point that was in there, and there was like the one with the broken brow from the other side. Yep. was over here, and then there was another really good. There was like, one nice eight point. pointer you had too. Yeah, I that, um, actually, I had him on like the next kind of uh, drainage over. Okay, I had him on camera when I went through my inventory and stuff. He, nice. I I just got to have a picture of him. So yeah, so there was a there was three or four really good bucks that were using that in daylight, all from like like the 4th of November to like the 7th or 8th. There was like yeah. a three-day window where like there was just like a pile of, of daylight imagery. And for me, like I was, again, Aaron and I were talking about this. I was like, man, if I don't know anything else, and if I was like, if I'm not in Kansas this year during the rut, I was like, spend those days there. I was like, I will be here and I will be sitting at that spot yeah. from yep. the 4th to the 7th. Yeah. Because like, if someone just sits there those three days yeah, oh yeah. every day, I was like, you I will, mean, there's you deer will kill on it every day. Yeah. And so, well, we checked, we pulled the camera. Well, I changed the battery. Yeah. I even changed the batteries in because it still had like you almost 50% have, yeah, battery it was, left. It was pretty cool. Um, and so I'll probably change it like sometime during the summer or whatever. But the, uh, we looked at the camera uh, videos when we got back here. And there's some, there's some deer, there's a bear that's using that a huge coyote. Like oh, that thing big. is so big. It looks like, wolf, looks like a wolf. Maybe, maybe they came huge. down from Colorado. Moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That that was one like where you could have convinced me because that it was that was huge. a big dog, <laughs> um, and then a soup like a bobcat that is ginormous. Yeah, I, I have a, a bobcat too. Maybe Dude. I wonder if it's the same ones that it are... might be because this thing was. A giant. It's a great video of it too. Yeah. It's that's awesome. Huge. Yeah, I'll show you. But uh, so we we checked that real quick. But then the reality was is like I'd never walked the uh, the rest of that logging road out to kind of get up to the top. Yeah. And see, yeah, I'd been to the top of just where I'd placed my cell camera. I hadn't really been up there and, you know, done a whole lot of, you know, really scouting around or anything necessarily. So, so do you think like, was there, well, you said that oh. fourth to the, look how big that thing is. Oh yeah. Looks yeah, like a, a freaking, Puma, geez. I know. Wait we're till talking, he turns to the side. Like, he'll he'll make a left. And when he makes a left, you'll see just like how like stout he is. Turn, here he turns. I mean, seventy-five percent of the Pennsylvania yeah. population would say it's a mountain lion, but right. Well, he's got the docked tail, so yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, mountain lion that got its tail caught in the Guys, tail trap caught, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Definitely what happened. mountain lion. Yeah, but um, do you think like um, you said the fourth to the seventh was the most mm-hmm. kind of daylight activity of multiple bucks coming by? So I would assume that they were probably searching for for does and everything. Do you think there was more does kind of in the first spot? compared to the second spot or do you think like there was a good mix of of doe families on on both mountains hmm. so definitely doe families on that based on the videos that we got yeah i would say c- does. i would say over on the side where i have all those videos of in in daylight because i'm actually getting can, I, I should say this i don't know if there's more does I would say that if there are either more does or there are does that are more consistently using yeah. that particular area, right? Okay. Because it, because I'm getting even now during late season, like when the weather got shitty and stuff like that, like I was still getting videos of does, does coming yeah. through there, and so they're bedded not far back behind where that camera is. Yeah. I don't know exactly where, but, but I can guarantee you it's probably not any more than like a hundred. There's no two hundred yards yeah. away. I want to say there was no um, specific time either. They were just yeah any time of day because i would yeah. say the others the first spot 75 percent of the photos you're going to get are more so of bucks than you are of 100 percent. yeah yep because from the time that i hung that camera and i want to say i came up like the second weekend of october i think is when i came up mm-hmm. from that point forward i really didn't get any decent bucks in daylight on camera there until like the very beginning of oh yeah it's a big coyote black phase or something um, but I didn't really get any bucks until like beginning of November yeah. or any decent ones. You know, yeah. it wasn't like they were hanging out. They, that's a big bobcat. Probably the same one. Probably. But yeah, so I would say that there's just, they're using that specific spot yeah. more consistently. 
very but it's funny because it all ties into like the edge of that the other cuts that are on on the bottom yeah. and stuff like that yeah so after that we i mean so we changed the cameras took the sd card and just headed up the hill after that to fix up your uh cell cam or just to check it because I mean, it had a solar panel on it, but I figured the batteries were probably shot in, so I wanted to just change those out. So the difference is, is you usually access that from the opposite direction from what we did today. The other side from where that that camera was, we had all the velvet. I right. go to the actually opposite side, where you park, you go where up I park the other side side, like yeah. edge. Yeah, That's and you go, go up that edge. So, which has ended up being the way that we came out, but because we walked, we you know, really just checking out something new. Um... We, we noticed a little bit of a vegetation change. We found a lot of laurel. So, and made a pretty good edge. And we found a scrape on the outside edge and decided, oh, well, we'll just kind of like, we'll go out, we'll check, you know, we'll fix up the cell cam. And then we're going to like, we're going to take a pass back through this and then a pass back to get back down to the truck. Okay. So, fixed up the cell cam. There's a brand new scrape. Well, not brand new, but from the fall scrape. Mm-hmm. There was the, two right around the cell cam. There's one yeah. right behind it. And then there was one, one nice one right behind it. Yeah. Off to the left. Yeah. And in front of it, but like out of view to where it's too out far to the left, the where it's like the camera. Yeah. yeah. Pick it up. Okay. So we did a pass through this. Um, we we're doing a pass through this laurel and we're like, Oh, there's a nice rub. Oh, there's a nice rub. Oh, there's another scrape. There's another scrape. And at the same time, he's like, Oh, I was like, Clint, you got to come down here and see this scrape. He's like, oh, you got to come up here and see this scrape. And they were like 15 yards apart. Yeah. 10 yards apart. Um, the one I found was a little bit tucked in. Into the laurel. Clo- closer to the, clo- yeah. f- further away from the edge of the laurel. Yeah. But it's huge. I mean, it's probably. The biggest scrape I've seen here. It's okay. six feet long. Really? Yeah. Six feet long and, you know, but are two, well, not a foot wide. It's probably two feet wide. At least two feet wide. Yeah. And it's got. It's just got a licking branch that goes the whole length of it and just has all these snapped off branches along the yeah. whole thing. So we freshened that up and, and hung a camera there. Yeah. I tried in vain to hang a cell camera there, but I could not get any. You were getting like a spotty bar every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Just not enough for my camera to like to consistently get it. So yeah. we, we stuck a regular camera on video mode to mm-hmm. pick that up. But that was awesome because, you know, I hadn't really spent any time up there and it was just... It was, and I, I didn't really know that that change of vegetation was there. Cause when I hung that cell camera there, it was actually really a, a, a hang on the whim yeah, where I was yeah. like, I'm just going to go up this edge and I'm going to hang it. And it was at the See end of happens. a day. And so I just kind of got up there really quick and was like, all right, I'm going to put this up and then get out of here. And then we started getting like bucks on it, you know, yeah. although it was nocturnal, but yeah, we were getting but, bucks to kind of gather inventory. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just going to leave it here, you know, and not really, I really didn't make it up that far. Well, I didn't make it up that far at all, like during hunting season or anything like that. And so this was really the first chance to go yeah. and try to look around. And, you know, we ended up seeing some rubs and, you know, it, it was either that or head back to the other side. We wanted to go up along that private line that I've talked to you about to get to the other side. We just didn't get there today. We were like, you know what, let's spend our time and check this, this yeah, patch sure, of yeah. Loro out and see if we can learn anything more here. Cause we know more about spot across from it yep. this is directly across yep. from that so it's like now we have like a little chunk that yeah, we exactly. feel like we dissected and we have a decent beat on it yeah at least i think for, i think we had a, a good a good starting point last year of kind of uh, of activity but definitely we needed to kind of expand our our range so I, yeah. I definitely think that your first spot that you went to and then going back and mm-hmm. kind of expanding where you kind of were at last year definitely is going to play yeah dividends in uh well in this lower patch i mean there were probably seven really good scrapes in it. Yeah. And probably 10 overall. I mean, it, it, and more rubs. I don't yeah. even know how many rubs were in there. I don't there, know, were, there was a bunch. Yeah. 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 Were, that laurel patch is probably only, I don't know what, probably maybe 200 yards long. Yeah. Maybe 80 yards wide. It goes down the one side. So they have something to get out of steep wise. Yeah. 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 And that was kind of, and that was kind of it. I mean, that was that, it. in that yeah, point, like we headed, headed back to the truck after that point. Um, you know, decided we drove around for a little bit, but yeah, because there's that one swamp that we want to get to at some point. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah, we are. I have I have high hopes for that spot. Oh, deer back there. 
Good luck getting don't, in. Yeah, don't call me. Don't call me. Yeah. That's a solo mission there, homie. <laughs> I know I live close, but I'll be that day. I'll be like, oh, I'm out of the area for the day. Yeah. Tom, I'm practicing. Tom, Tom will be in I'm at work. California. Yeah, California again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to be far enough away that where it can't be like, oh, just stop by after work. Yeah. yeah. Right, maybe. <laughs> oh, Get me some beer. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we be called Tom or text Tom after we got back was like, uh, hey, you coming over to the trailer? If, if so, bring a sixer. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll stop. Yeah. And uh, the results, the dog uh, dog hasn't really moved much. The dog is dead. He's comfortable. Yeah. He's comfortable. Yeah, he can be a she. It's cool. We got, it. yeah. we got him cut off. He did. It's 2022. Whatever <laughs> yeah. he wants to be, he can be. <laughs> he did good today, man. He well, trooper. he was a little pissed at the end. He was like way ahead and like, oh, he was so like, why are you, are you, are you coming or what? Yeah. Well, he has his, he gets fed every day at the same time at like four 30 and like, he knows when it's time. We got done like, around 6 PM probably. Yeah. Five thirty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we didn't get back here till, well, when I text you, whatever time yeah. it was like probably close to seven or something like that. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you never make it up again. Mm-hmm. All spring all summer it's now the hunting season do you think from today's mission that you have a good plan yeah of where you'd go like just say october and then november yeah and yeah. actually we we mentioned that i was like you know i felt like today i have a hunt plan yeah mm-hmm. i have a hunt we you could hunt off the plan i couldn't hunt the whole today. season here yeah. right now you know i mean i would certainly do some scouting on days and stuff like yeah, that yeah. to try to figure out some more stuff you know well, well but, let's just put it this way mid like mid to late me? october oh yeah yeah Thanks. Mid to late October, like, and and the rut, there are definitely places to go. Yeah. I think early season around here is going to be tough unless you you just get a beat on a buck that, I mean, it's like this anywhere, I guess, but you get a really good beat on a buck where he's, where he's laying his head yeah. consistently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's just, the area is so vast around here, unless you have something that's keeping him in a spot for some reason, you know, but I think... You get into that mid-October time frame, you know, where they want to start laying down a little bit of sign and, and stuff like that. You know, those are some of my favorite times to hunt now is like that, you know, 13th through like the 18th like time frame. Yeah. It's like they'll start making that. a few mistakes and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, the pressure's really not on yet. Most people aren't in the woods, you know, because it's the, yeah. the lull. They, they don't want to spend time there. So you're not dealing with people. And if, I don't know. I just feel like they they've sensed that. And so they move a little bit more freely and they make their first mistake of the year, usually yep. in that, in that time frame, And you just have to figure out where's that mistake going to be. And that to me is like playing the long game with trail cameras does yep. that for me. It's like, that's when I get back to like, what are my dates? You know what I mean? Like, when did I start to see this deer? Now it was a little different this year because the inv- inventory that we had for like that mid October timeframe wasn't in daylight this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. You it's know, so it was October ish. Right. So it's like that's part of what today's mission was. It's like, well, can we figure out directionally that we know that deer are coming from a specific area or from a specific direction? Can we kind of backtrack and figure out maybe where they're spending that daylight time in October? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then can we get cameras up? And look, we may not kill one in those spots this year, but if we can get some data on okay all of a sudden out of nowhere there was like a three-day window where he this deer particularly became really visible yeah you know it's like all right well is that going to hold true well the next year i'll hunt it and find out yeah and i'll put cameras up and i'll either see it live or i'll see it on a camera and be able to kind of say yep this is going to hold true or no it's you know no it's not yeah but i feel like i definitely have a hunt plan like the first spot where i hung that camera in that transition area oh yeah to me that's an october hunt all day long that's good october in November. Well, in, in the opinion. second place, the, the place I hung my, that first camera, like, yeah, we, that's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. That would be the second spot. And that was just based on, like, you know, if Aaron has made it up and hunted it, or if yeah. if you've hunted, if you had the right wind and you hunted it a day, like, right. then I would shift somewhere else. But if nothing else, if, like, someone, if I hadn't filled a tag, if I don't fill a tag at home and I'm not in Kansas, I know where I will be the 4th through, like, the 7th. Yeah. And that's, that's what we saw, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th. Those were all great days, and then that fourteenth, fifteenth was also another yeah great yep. two days. And I had some some photos in like the very last, like the twentieth or twenty first. I don't oh, know when the end of our this. archery season was. Let's listen to this real quick. Oh, that's crisp. Yeah, it is. That's a. Who do we give a yeah, shout out for this pop. one? This is a. Yeah, who who's this? It's Goose, Island. Goose, Goose Island. Goose Island. Hazy. I think that's New York. Beer isn't, it? Hug. isn't Goose Island New York? New York. Uh, 
6.8 alcohol by volume. What's this even called? I don't know. Hazy beer hug. Hazy and there's like a bear hug. with like sunglasses on. Like kind there of like you a go. I'm EDM concerts. Look too. Yeah. Bear should have sunglasses. I mean, why should they eyesight be? Not I UV, spent so long UV looking protected. at the, 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 the attendant at the gas station came over to me and was like, do you need any help? I'm like, just find out, trying to find a good beer for my friends. He didn't help at all, but he didn't help at all. No. <laughs> so I just grabbed this box. Nice. Yeah, it was overall a good day, man. Yeah, good stuff. I feel feel good. I feel really good about. We ended the day on a really good note. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was it was looking pretty bleak. Like once we got off the top of the the previous place. Yeah, and you know we're walking out the top of that logging road and it's like, all right, this is just like a bunch of the same. Yeah. And optimistic yeah. because we've had found some good stuff. So but that Laurel patch was a nice little, mm. a nice little find. That's great. Cause I, I would even, I would hunt that. Oh yeah. I would hunt yeah. Like for sure. sure. You know what I mean? So, I mean, in my opinion, I, I know of four places I could go hunt like setups, not just like yeah. areas, but like setups where I could go crawl into a tree, yep. you know, or hunt off the ground yeah. and be like, I think I'm in a good spot. And I, I think the biggest thing is, is diversity. That's it's huge. in in these kind of settings is just finding that diversity and just going from there to, mm-hmm. to, to put a plan together where you're going to. Yeah. I mean, I, th- that's what I've kind of learned up here is that you just have to, and I kind of know this just academically because yeah. you do this anyway. It's like, you're always looking for that diversity of habitat, the edges and stuff like that. But I think in the past, maybe I've it wasn't as key. Well, I think I spent too much time trying to make a spot look good because I'm spending time in it as opposed to just going like today we would start walking. We'd be kind of walking slow and seeing if we see any like rubs anywhere, you know, in, in that open stuff. And as soon as we like went like 50 yards and we didn't see anything, we're like, let's get to the next spot. Yeah. Let's just go, you know, and we would just book it to like where we finally found some, some diversity and then, and then slow down sense yeah cool well i think is there anything else to add or are you good do you no, think man. we covered everything yep i'm good yeah how about you you good yeah you stoked cool. for the season oh yeah can't yeah. wait already i know yeah i'm like thinking about when i'm gonna get up next and, and walk around again so can't wait yeah we got a fair amount of cameras out too so we should have some really good yeah this year. honestly even just camera season is just as much fun as hunting sometimes especially when you now we have some intel to be like, oh, like did they survive? Are they still around the area? Or yeah, just to see what other new deer might pop up. So yeah, awesome. Well, that is a wrap for the show. Thanks everyone for listening. All right, folks, that is a wrap for today's show. I'd like to thank all of you for listening. If you haven't yet, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star rating, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And while you're at it, head over to YouTube and give us a sub there as well. I'd be super appreciative if you do those couple things for me. And before I shut this thing down, I need to give a big shout out to our partners who continue to help us make this podcast possible. Tethered, Spartan Forge, Exodus, and Skull Brew Coffee Company. And until next time, we'll see y'all. All right, gang, the new Truth merch is in stock at truthfromthestand.com and on YouTube below any of the Truth From The Stand videos. I've got some new hats, beanies, t-shirts, long-sleeve t-shirts, and sweatshirts. There's even a new do-hard-shit hat for those of us who like to embrace micro-dosing adversity. So head to truthfromthestand.com and check out the new gear and use the code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and save yourself some cash on the new gear.